Take a Crit is naughty, nasty, and not for kids. A full list of content warnings can be found in the episode description. Mister, Mister, will you tell us the story of Chris again, Mister? Uh, yeah. Okay, little one. Tell me about Chris, big bro. Yeah, we want to hear all about Chris. Everyone gather around, and I'll tell you the story of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> mister, Mister, please don't use all the coast words like you did last time. Oh, shut the fuck up. Come on. <laughs> gather around. Yay. damn! shut up. You want to hear the story or not? Yeah. All right. Long time ago, in the city of Pythertica, there lived a man by the name of Chris. Chris was the undefeated ping pong champion of Pythertica. Where's ping pong? (laughs) Ping pong is a game with paddles and balls. Shut up. I'll tell you later. (laughs) Brandon, quit being obtuse. You know what ping pong is. Quit being obtuse, Brandon. Brandon. Brandon's up to <laughs> Brandon's up to Brandon's up to Okay. I didn't mean to. Up to is my least favorite crossword. I don't know what up to means. <laughs> All right. I will turn this story around. <laughs> From the day Chris picked up the paddle, no one could beat him in the game of ping pong. And throughout his entire life, Chris never lost a single game, up until he was an old man on the day that he died. I love Chris! And so, to honor Chris's incredible, perfect streak, all of the most powerful clerics in Pathurtica band together to bring back Chris for one day every year, so he can take on all challengers and keep this streak running. That was nice of them. He smells bad, but he's very good. (laughs) That's right. He smells bad and he's scary, but he's very good. (laughs) His rotting flesh just... Mister, is losing at ping pong what killed Chris? No. You see, what killed Chris was a subdural hematoma that he'd suffered the night before (laughs) when he got up to get a glass of water and tripped. Damn. He didn't die immediately, but uh, just after he won a game the next day, the excitement caused a rush of blood to his head that finished the job. Oh, damn. Uh, I I don't really like this story. That's fucked up. I want a subdermal hematoma so I can be like Chris. I think this. Jesus. (laughs) Brandon. This story got Willie Dark at the end. Well, anyways, Chris comes back every year to take on all challengers. And for 300 years, his streak has remained intact. Does Chris like it even though he's dead? Oh, Chris loves it. He's a smug asshole. And he just (laughs) loves winning. Why is Brandon obtuse? Brandon was just made that way. (laughs) Why have you all always called me Brandon? (laughs) Shut up, Brandon. (laughs) Well, kids, do you think any of you might be the one that could take down Chris and wipe that fucking smile off his face for Grandpa? Hell yeah, it's me. I'll wipe that smile off his face and the jelly off mine. I think I wee-wee myself. (laughs) My name is Brennan. It's Brennan. Okay, kids. I should probably take you back to your parents. They paid the ransom already. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. I like it here. (laughs) 
edition of The Chris. It's time to take a crit. Hey everybody, you might notice my voice is a little messed up. Not a lot we can do about it, so I'm sorry. Hopefully my radly ass voice doesn't completely ruin your enjoyment of this podcast. It's gravelly and charming. You're like a Batman. You, you're like a Brucey Wayne'sy type. It's good. Yeah, because we all know how charming Batman is. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he just beats up petty criminals. That's... Totally cool. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Take a Crit, the real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. The passion project of five childhood pals who've been playing this game for countless hours over the past two decades. Did I say five childhood pals? I meant five childhood pals and their fucking rad pal Andy over there on the West Coast. What's up, Andy? Hello, hello. Thanks for having me back. I'm super pumped. Hey. We're fucking pumped to have you. Yeah. Yes, we are. We've been waiting. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Always great to have you back. I can't wait. <laughs> and we start out each of these episodes with a question from our Dungeon Master. Dungeon Master, are you ready? Oh, you better believe it. I've been ready for Christmas. So uh, so, so what you got? What, what, what's what's our question, buddy? Oh, uh, hold up. Let me, I got to unwrap it. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Looks like today's question is, what's the best gift you've ever received? Oh, it's such a sweet question. Sounded like the question was going to be candy. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it was a little disappointing. (laughs) It's just as sweet. First up, his sister is on the run and he thinks that is cool and fun. It's... Woody Portobello. Hey. Hello, my name is Andy. I'm playing Woody Portobello. Super excited to be here. (laughs) I would say Woody's best gift ever is uh, everybody knows he loves metal music. So he got tickets to see Fantasy Black Sabbath on their Farewell Tour. And that was the best tickets he ever got. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Or best Christmas present he ever got. (laughs) Did he get that from Uncle Jibby or... or, uh... (laughs) Who gifted it to him? <laughs> All right. Um, it said from the queen, but um, eh, he doesn't really think the queen went out. And the queen probably doesn't even know his taste in music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, was that the show where Ocelot Osborne bit off the head of a goblin? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> no, he, at this time he was too old and his uh, dentures wouldn't go through his fantasy dentures. <laughs> he, okay. he started to try. <laughs> he, he mostly just slobbered on the... <laughs> Poor guy's neck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Didn't even bruise. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. What do you gift the man that asks repeatedly for nasty trash? <laughs> it's Boo Willie Willis. <laughs> Who else would that be? Yeah, really. Hey, everybody. My name's Salem Martin. I play Will Willie Willis. Locks on Cleric of the Great Garbage Forge. Yeah, so Willie's uh, favorite present he ever received is probably his uh blowtorch i think he got it from gus the lesser and you know gus just wanted to give him something to expand the ways he could burn trash and kind of what he could burn very thoughtful so yeah he just started lighting everything on fire and he had a grand old time he really knew what willie liked yeah (laughs) and he he thought the car was just okay yeah Yeah. it it, it could be better it wasn't blue no he wanted a gun (laughs) at the time yeah He's knocking all the kids to the ground because he throws snowballs all year round. It's Scotch Ops. (laughs) 
Hey everybody, I'm Joey Swanson. I play some kind of little druid or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me. I'm Austin Petrie. I play oh. Scotch Ops, the Grung Sorcerer Bard. Oh my god, I thought you were Joey. You really had me. I thought I was going to have this week off after you started with that, Tam. <laughs> I know. I came in so hot. Put your pants back on, Joey. <laughs> okay. But the best gift that Scotch has ever gotten, um, it was a cold, stormy night, and... Like a greasy little bat angel falling out of the sky, uh, <laughs> this man gifted him his new best friend. Wait. A magical greatsword of uh, <laughs> untold potential. This Dan okay. Helsing gifted him the sword. <laughs> that's a liberal use of the word gift. Yeah. yeah I don't know um, if... Uh, that's murder. And, uh, okay, if that, if that doesn't count, if that doesn't count, uh, the best gift he's ever gotten... Probably when his dad gave him oh. his second jug, and he said, "Scott, son, I'm so proud of no, you." No, you did that. Please have it either. Austin, you killed both of these people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you killed both of them and took their okay. shit. <laughs> I think that's a gift in itself. Yeah, it seems like. Scotch doesn't necessarily believe in private or personal property. Or... I don't think Scotch believes in anything except himself. That's the truth. <laughs> she might not practice what she preached, but she'll hit your ass with a peach. It's Scotch <laughs> gotcha, Portobello. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Jane Hartsog. I play the illustrious Scotch gotcha Portobello, Inquisitive Rogue, and now Warlock to the Hollow One. The best gift she ever received was uh, when her aunt, her mom's sister on her deathbed, gave her the key to her uh, mushroom grow room. These weren't portobello peach mushrooms, though. Uh, and also gave her a bit of advice. Just, your mom's a c Get wrecked. It's <laughs> <laughs> very thoughtful. Okay. We've got a sibling rivalry. Well, she's dead. Patricia Portobello was uh, always liked more by all the children than the queen. Especially Gotcha, because, I mean, hallucinogens. His spiders are spindly, but he's actually quite friendly. It's Garrett Sunderwood. Hey, everybody, it's Joey. I play Garrett Sunderwood, gnome druid. So the best gift Garrett ever got when he first came to the city of Pathurntica and was learning about capitalism, <laughs> his family sent him with just 15 gold, and he met this awesome business professional okay. who was not a grifter. He knew because the guy had a sign that said not a grifter. <laughs> Very um, believable. <laughs> and the guy was offering custom polos with business logos emblazoned on them. And the guy said, hmm... Well, my custom polos are usually a hundred gold, but I'm going to do this nice thing for you. Consider it a gift. I'm only going to charge you. How much money did you say you had again? 15. I'm going to charge you 15 gold for my custom polo. And so Garrett thought that was very generous of him. So that was the best gift Garrett ever got. It was from this not a grifter. Uh -huh. This great deal on his special polo. Is this not just a business transaction? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But the gift was the 85% discount. Yeah. That's I mean, that's nice and all, but it is just a sale. Like, like I'm just saying. I've got to say, I think, I think we scored three out of five on, on what were actually gifts. <laughs> Our papers were returned not graded because we didn't actually address the prompt. Right. <laughs> it's the crit taking his time of the year. <laughs> okay, that's the one. I got fantasy metal at the end. I can dig it. <laughs> <laughs>
Last time on Take a Crit. After finding the ancient stone tablet that seemingly implies that Jeeves is the astral child, our heroes escaped Goose University and sought revenge against Professor Poplar. However, before our heroes could act, Reno and Sino broke down the wall, killing Poplar and crushing the Goose Wand. Our heroes were returned to their usual forms, but unfortunately they were unable to stop Reno and Sino from escaping with the Dawn's gem. It was then that Johnny Scamarelli called Garrett, and after learning of the gem's theft, Johnny requested that our heroes join him in giving the Dawn a piece of their minds. Our heroes traveled inside the tunnels they'd discovered all the way back to the Arts District. After slipping past some guards, our heroes met up with Johnny at the Shifty Brick just as the Dawn was leaving, carrying a suitcase. The Dawn explained not only that Jeeves was missing, but also that things had gotten too risky and that he planned to flee the city. He asked our heroes and Johnny to join him, but all refused. Johnny was outraged and our heroes quite upset as well. Still, they wished the Dawn luck on his journey. Only, it wasn't the Dawn. As our heroes searched for clues to Jeeves' disappearance inside the Shifty Brick, they found the Don, dead, inside a wardrobe. We rejoin our heroes as Johnny Scamarelli stands over a humble coffin, surrounded by the remaining members of the Scamarelli family, Ma, Jimmy Stuffett, Tiny Terry, both Gus's, Ryan G. Crest, and Toby. Well... This is the last time I'm ever going to believe anybody's not Nasty Kyle until proven otherwise. So, you lot of Nasty Kyles, we're all very sad that our friend the Don is dead. And um, Yeah, that's a really good point. I think we all need an X on our forehead. Just seems like a good move. Yeah. Yes, of course. That's probably the move. Garrett pulls out his marker and starts going around to his group that he's been traveling with. <laughs> and then he turns to the Scamarellis and is like, are you Nasty Kyle? No, okay, here's an X. Are you a Nasty Kyle? No? Uh, okay. As Garrett is going around marking everyone's forehead, Johnny addresses the room. The Don wasn't perfect. He lied, he cheated, he stole. He did what he had to do to survive. But he always did that shit for a good reason. Whether it was getting a nice roof over his ma's head or helping some of us that didn't have nowhere to go. He did everything he could for the people he cared about. And in the end, we thought he failed us, but we should have known. Don never would have let someone off the hook for this shit. It was us who failed him. And now, we could get sad, or we could get mad, or we can get even. I don't know about you, but I'm going to get odd on this motherfucker. <laughs> you get as weird as you need to, Garrett. I think that's what we need right now. <laughs> <laughs> now let's get out of here. Find Rasputin, put an end to this shit. Let's do it for the dawn. So are we gonna are we gonna do the thing with the daggers where we turn him into a gabagool? Also, we can give that a try. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't fucking know how to do that shit. Ah. Oh. God. Okay. Fair. Besides, uh, he looks over at Ma, just dripping with gabagool, and he's like, oh. "We got one big old deli meat monster. It feels like enough, right?" Okay. For sure. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, I kind of feel like we should introduce Ma to uh, our good friend Parmesan Romano. I kind of feel like they would get along. Mm -hmm. um, that sounds pretty awful, but definitely <laughs> fitting. Yeah, I think she'd like it there. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't have to clean up all the gabagool. It's just going to go into the oh. into all the pasta. Okay, <laughs> cool. Well, uh, I feel like it makes sense. 
but doesn't. <laughs> All right, so um, so we've got to track down Jeeves. That's where we're at, right? I mean, I guess. Uh, really, we're trying to stop Rasputin. Uh, Bottom line. Jeeves has been kind of a piece of shit through this whole thing, so, you know, making sure that he lives through it, not exactly at the top of my priority list, but, uh, you know, if it's convenient. Johnny, it's, it's not about making sure that he lives. It's that we make sure that the enemy doesn't have him. You seem to fail to grasp that, I guess we never told you, Seems like he's a very important part of Rasputin's plans. Yeah, he's the astral child. Jeeves? We we skipped that for some reason. It wasn't the first thing we told you when we saw you. Oh, Christ. I figured we could just let him die. Oh, my God. Uh, who, who the fuck is Christ? Uh, I don't know. Are you mispronouncing Chris? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> fuck. Why did I mess that up? Chris. Oh, Chris. Yeah. Oh, Chris. Ah, Chris. All right. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have all the all the members of the family start searching around town, asking around, uh, y'all got any kind of leads on some kind of information? Maybe anybody send you a letter? Maybe that uh, they're going to give you some information. They got a hot tip for you. They might like maybe something like that. Maybe you should tell me that Woody sent you a letter and that he uh, has some information <laughs> for you. Maybe. Nothing's coming to mind. No, yeah, I'm blanking, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh, we did get a le- yeah yeah no we got a letter from Woody, my brother. Oh no way! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he wants to meet up at the festival. Okay, is that now already? Like conveniently, right now? Oh uh, yeah, that that should be uh, tonight. I mean, perfect. God, I love living in Pythantica. You know, one day it's. Hollow one day, and then a couple days later, it's Christmas. It's great. The holiday season's really smashed together. Yeah, it's like <laughs> two weeks of a holiday every fucking two days. It's a lot. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, okay, get out of here. Get out of here. So we've got to make it out to the arts district. I'm pretty sure that's where he said we were going to meet. Oh, uh, by the way, I, I bribed the guards to the arts district, uh, so uh, you should be good. Okay, I'm still going to turn into a horse just in case. I mean, yeah, you do you, but... It wouldn't be an episode if Garrett didn't waste a wild shit. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> can a horse flip people off? No, but a raccoon can. So Kara's going <laughs> to turn into a raccoon. Little human hands. All right. Willie's favorite animal. Our band of heroes. Heavy quotes on heroes. Trot off towards the arts district. As you proceed into the arts district, uh, around where all the shops are, you see there's quite a large crowd gathered at the stage. You see that up on stage, there's some clerics preparing some kind of ritual. And it's now that we'll cut to Woody Portobello, standing in a massive group of his brothers and sisters, led by Uncle Jibby. Various flavors of half-elves. Some of them have hooves, and some of them have horns and tails. Uh, They're all there. (laughs) And Uncle Jibby... There's the half-centaur who's just got a horse head. (laughs) (laughs) Old Stanley's there. (laughs) Uncle Jibby is handing out small pouches of gold to all the children, and finally gets to Woody. He kneels down, puts his hand on his shoulder. Because Jibby is canonically eight feet tall. Yes. (laughs) I forgot. He says to Woody, Listen, Woody, your mother asked me to keep an eye on you when we came to the city, but I need to see to some business. Can I trust you to be on your own for about 20 minutes? 
Of course you can. This is the worst time to do anything bad. You know Santa's watching. <laughs> I'm super into Christmas. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Santa will get you if you do anything <laughs> bad at Christmas. He's <laughs> going to come after you. And I know how old my character is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Woody's like out of college and shit, right? Yeah, Woody's like, but like yeah, Woody. So yeah. just to paint a picture, Woody has like the red Santa hat on. He has a really ugly sweater. Green tights, red and green <laughs> shoes with bells on them. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm super pumped to be at this Christmas fest. Hell yeah. Uncle Jibby stands up and walks off down an alley, leaving Woody standing amongst all of his brothers and sisters who are all just having their own conversations about where they want to go spend their gold and what they want to buy and what candy they want. <laughs> and it is a very easy opportunity for Woody to slip away. And you can see down the street, Uncle Jibby slipped away into the salon. He's just getting a mani-pedi and having some Jibby time. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'll be right back. I have a little bit of shopping to do for, hmm, I don't know, maybe somebody here. <laughs> tell, like, I'm kind of saying it to all the little kids. I don't know how old they are, but <laughs> I just picture them younger than me. They they range from 5 to 30. Oh, okay. <laughs> they all yell, okay, Woody. Okay, Woody. Don't eat too much, too much sugar because... If you don't go to sleep, Santa's not going to be able to bring your present. So, you know, have fun. I'll be right back. Um, Santa's not real, Woody. This is like a five-year-old. <laughs> I, I pull out my bow. No. This <laughs> 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 gets horrible. As Woody Portobello slips away from the crowd, we cut back to our heroes. Well, in his letter, Woody said he was bringing us gifts. Should we split up and do some shopping so we have something for him also? Yeah, if he's getting all of us something. Yeah, we don't want to look like assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like when we're all together, we're much more identifiable. That's true. I am a raccoon, so none of you can understand me right now, and I'm going to have a hard time spending money. You know, <laughs> I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to take the <laughs> raccoon with me because I love them. Fair, they got them little human hands. You know raccoons, they got full-size human hands. <laughs> <laughs> what? Image? Me and Garrett are gonna go buy presents. That is a haunting image. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just fucking punch you in the face, raccoon beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, y'all want to meet back here in like an hour? Yeah. Yep. Rare. <laughs> You're so cute. Our adventurers split up to do their shopping, and after a while, as Willie and Garrett have finished their shopping and are walking back, they see up ahead none other. Then Woody Portobello. Garrett gets excited, and while he's still on Willie's shoulder, turns back into Garrett and starts waving over his head. Oh, hey, Woody! Hey, Woody! It's it's uh, Willie and uh, <laughs> it's 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 some strangers. Uh, Woody, good to see you. I mean, stranger to, uh, person. I don't know. Hello. Hey, you look cool. Want to hang out? <laughs> uh, I'm assuming at this time to have a bunch of like candy and like stockings and shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. Hey, Garrett, whoa, what's up? And I'm going to run with my Jingle Bell shoes. You're just like <laughs> losing candy canes as you go. <laughs> yes. Hey, Woody, it's so good to see you. Gotcha, you're here too. Where's uh, where's Scotch? Where, is, every, is everybody here? Uh, Scotch is around. And then I end my invisibility spell. 
And I say, yeah, it's me. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas, little bro. Yes, Happy Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I'm sorry I hit you. Oh, it's under the water. Don't even worry about it. I, I get it. You had to do it. You had to do what you had to do. I, no worries. Just glad you guys are all safe. What, what have you been up to? Oh, all sorts. <laughs> oh, uh, a little bit of this and that. Um, um, Willie died and then didn't. Yeah, yeah. I died. Uh, <laughs> Jeeves is the astral child. Um, oh, yeah. And, and then the Jeeves thing. Um, the Don is dead. You don't know the Don. We did good at a costume contest. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. Do you know the hollow one? He's really fucking cool. I mean, aside from the soul stealing, you know. Wow, man. It's just you guys, your adventures. I'm just kind of over here just learning, you know, just how to be a better archer and <laughs> things like that. But I'm just glad you guys are all safe. Well, you're young yet, and we're glad you're safe dangerous times out here. We haven't seen Parmesan in like a week. It's uh, pretty sad, but uh, uh, just after you mention Parmesan, all of you hear a voice in your head. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, look, I, I know I hate to bother you. You didn't ask me to. I usually only do what you ask me to, but I miss you guys. Oh, we miss you Aww, too, Oh, man, Parmesan. we miss you. I mean the words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Parmesan. Can you survive space, Parmesan? We really haven't talked to you before. Uh, 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 let me check. Hold on. <laughs> Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Wait, where are you? You're in uh, space? Uh, yeah. How is it? Um, There's a lot of space. <laughs> well, Parmesan, that's pretty buck wild because noise doesn't happen in the vacuum <laughs> of space. So, um, yeah, Well, this is a telepathic link there, Garrett. <laughs> Okay. Says <laughs> what you know, Garrett. I love Parmesan. Hold on, let me try. Let me try to scream out here. Yep, yep. Nope, nothing. This is space. Okay. <laughs> sure. All right. Yeah, we miss you, and uh, you know, sometime we'll get out of here. Or, you know, we'll like yeah. kill a dragon or something. You can fly around; and it'll be fine. But um, you don't have to keep hanging out in space. Till then, we'll just you know we'll miss you from over here. Okay. Uh, okay. I guess I'll just. We're stay kind of in, in the middle of something, so. Stay, oh, just... <laughs> oh. Okay. Sorry. My my bad. Yeah. See, see, this this is why this is why I knew I shouldn't have called. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. I'll stay in space. Oh no! Please, Bye. please call in. No, don't. <laughs> Did he hang up on me? Uh, call anytime? Okay, Hurt. I got you. <laughs> Sorry about that, Woody. Are you always listening, Parm? Uh, I, I, that's part of the wish. He's like Santa Claus. What, what about Santa Claus? You're talking to Santa Claus? Well, kind of. He's like our own nasty boat Santa Claus. Oh, and, uh, before, I, I don't want to hold these anymore because I have a lot of gifts, especially for my siblings. So uh, I just want to give you guys some gifts, gifts right now. Wow, rich man. Yeah, well, you know, it's okay. Christmas comes <laughs> once a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some stuff for you, too. So, Willie... I wanted to give you something that I thought you might enjoy. Just, you know, we didn't hang out very much, but I was thinking you're probably really into snowboarding. Chilly Willy. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I got some dope goggles. Oh, shit. Dope. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, they're name brand. I don't, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever been snowboarding oh, before, yeah. but I got that vibe from you. Nope. <laughs> I don't think I've seen snow. You could definitely put them on and just set them above your eyes so that you look like you're a fucking anime protagonist. That'll be really cool. I mean, I'm always like flinging fire at my face and I've burnt my eyes bad before. So, <laughs> so it's the complete opposite of snowboarding, but they still work. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. And like with this super glue, I mean, I don't know if you've ever gotten this shit in your eyes, but let me tell you this, it hurts. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad I can hopefully stop some pain for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Willie has been gifted the goggles of revealing. These goggles will allow you to see the alignment of anybody that you can look at within 30 feet. Uh, and also, anyone that you can look at within 30 feet, you won't be able to see their actual form, but you'll be able to tell if they 
have disguised themselves through illusion. Oh, hell yeah. This is a fuck you to Nasty Kyle. We needed these bad. As soon as I can tell what that is, I'm going to pick Woody up with a hug. And I feel like more candy kind of falls down. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just dropping it everywhere. As soon as I see that, I'm going to shake him a little bit more. (laughs) So mine's much less useful. Uh, I feel kind of ashamed of that now. (laughs) This isn't about gifts. It's about just spending time with people you care about. I hand you a gold pocket watch with a (laughs) keychain attached to it. And uh, I describe the keychain as medium-sized truck nuts. (laughs) Um, This is some trash you found from fucking Sawmill Davey. With SG (laughs) inscribed on them. I'm staring at them. I go... Super guy. Ah, oh, this is <laughs> dope. This is so cool. I I have the perfect jacket to wear this with. I was actually looking for something like this. This is dope. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I was thinking of you when I bought it. <laughs> so I'm really happy. So I'm gonna try to pick Willie up too. <laughs> uh, give me a give me a strength check. So a six. <laughs> oh no! You start to lift with your back. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. You just feel a twinge and a crack. <laughs> That's just a good little Christmas hug there for you, okay? Man, this is really cool. Speaking of cool, Scotch, I got you something that I think is just badass. I've seen a lot of people have, and I think it's cool. And I'm going to pull it out, and I'm going to open it as I pull it out. It's a cool switchblade. Oh, shit, baby, a switchblade? <laughs> They're just badass. And then I just start fucking with it just over and over until I cut the shit out of my finger. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> Drop it on the ground. When you cut the shit out of your finger, you see that your blood sort of seeps into the blade and it's now glowing with a faint red light. Oh. (laughs) This is the switchblade. The switchblade can hold one charge and that charge is refilled when blood is spilled upon it. You can do this by attacking an enemy or cutting your own hand. The user can expend one charge in order to switch places with someone they can see within 40 feet as an action. Oh shit. And as a bonus action, you can cut your own hand in order to charge it. Pretty fancy. Hell yeah. Thanks, Woody. This is this is fucking great. I uh I got you a little something too. Oh. And I hand you like a really just fancy jar. You recognize it as some of the just premier candy of the country, just really expensive and just decadent little treat. I'm going to look at it and then I'm kind of look around to make sure my siblings didn't see this. I'm going to put it in my pocket so nobody else can get to it. I'm like, I freaking love this. Then we'll go up and give Scotch a big old hug, Christmas hug. Constitution save. When I bought the jar, it was full of these candies <laughs> and I had to dump all of those out to fit all the crickets in, but with all, with all the leftover candy, they should last a while in there. Hey, I, you know, I love it. Thank you so very, very much. <laughs> God. Because you gave him a hug, uh, do give me that constitution save. <laughs> Did I really get a nat one? Oh, Jesus. oh you're super poison. <laughs> yeah. You left your, your heart open to Scotch's <laughs> love and got burned. <laughs> I've been eating a lot of candy today. <laughs> Garrett, I didn't forget about you, of course. So, uh, I was, it was hard to get something for you, so I got you a collar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, you know, it's a little presumptuous that I'm kind of like into, you know, that kind of play. But, you know, I, uh, turns out I am into it. I, I often turn into collar dances. So I was thinking, since you switch shapes a bunch, sometimes you might turn into a different animal. But people are always nicer 
if the animal has a collar on him. That's true. So I thought maybe this might be great for you to use and people might not even suspect anything. That's very true. People always look strangely at a horse wearing a shirt. But a horse <laughs> wearing a collar and a shirt makes way more sense. Exactly. <laughs> they're going to be like, how did that horse get that shirt on? If he doesn't have a collar, they're like, did he steal that shirt? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joey, this is the collar of the beast rider. So when you have wild shaped into an animal that medium creatures are capable of mounting, you may use this collar to call upon a spectral rider that will ride atop you. And you. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> Okay. That's pretty great. That's fun. <laughs> do they do stuff or are they just like there for flavor to be fun? They just give a yippee ki You can use a bonus action to allow them to essentially use an action. They, they essentially just have decent weapon attacks. Okay, cool. And you can do that once per day and they'll be there for an hour. Nice. I want my rider to look like Heath Ledger from Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I think you're going to say Dragon Age or... What's that? No, A Knight's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, I also got you something. I, I didn't forget about you either. And um, Garrett reaches for his never-ending picnic basket and opens up the end and just lets out a bunch of immaculately completed gingerbread houses. Just like <laughs> so many. And they're going to be a bitch to carry, but... <laughs> They're there now. <laughs> I didn't have enough time to do a gingerbread house this year. And ask gotcha. I I, tr I try to do about 70 every year. So this is <laughs> great. So you just saved me a bunch of time. You've got a whole gingerbread suburb at this point. <laughs> <laughs> gingerbread town. It's a little bit overbearing. I feel like you could cut to 10 minutes ago and it's just Willie and Garrett sitting at the bar like, we were supposed to do something, <laughs> weren't we? <laughs> Fuck, what was it, man? Fuck. I don't know, but this eggnog is great. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? You start walking back. What was it? Oh, hey, it's Woody. Fuck! <laughs> and gotcha, I did a lot of research on this. I looked up. This is actually the best number one rated one of these right now. It's the Brother Deluxe 1522 <laughs> arm-mounted typewriter. Oh, hell yeah. Like a, like a little Pip-Boy type thing. That's Oh, wow. That's cool. And I figured since I'm your brother, it's titled Brother. What are the odds? <laughs> so I had to get it for you. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> definitely. I love it. No problem. Now you can write anything on the go. Yeah, no, I'm going to get so much use out of this. I imagine more than a Pip-Boy, it looks kind of like that big apparatus that they have in fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. I never watched it, but you know the Yu-Gi-Oh apparatus? Joey, got it's a fucking dual disc, bro. Okay. <laughs> Brandon, don't be obtuse. It looks like the big fucking dual disc thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's somewhere between a Pip-Boy and a dual disc. <laughs> okay, cool. This is the Brother Deluxe 1522 arm-mounted typewriter. Not only is it a convenient way to jot down your thoughts, but it also allows you to do something quite special. Ooh, I like doing special things. Once per day. I will allow you, Jane Hartzog. Oh, me? A 30 second argument mm -hmm. for why you should get to do something. Oh, <laughs> 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 yes. It's sort oh of like God. a limited wish, but you have to convince me in 30 seconds that I should let you do it. Okay, okay. That it's the right and just thing to do. <laughs> nice. Okay, okay. That's a powerful weapon. It is. I'm not that good of a debater, but it's still really powerful. That's why he's giving it to you. 
<laughs> yeah, no, he wouldn't give this to Austin. No, exactly. <laughs> now, if I do not accept an argument, I will have to roll on the rebuttal table. Oh. Oh, no. Okay, okay. And you will learn what is on the rebuttal table if you need to. <laughs> Alrighty then. Woody, uh, I was trying to think of what you might want, and I know how much you love archery, so I got you 200 exotic birds. There are folk at the castle who can take care of them, and uh, you can feather your arrows with just the finest feathers around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what that was. I was wondering what that big fucking pile of metal behind you was. Whoa, these are 200 birds? Oh my gosh. Exotic ones from cool places. That's amazing. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, uh, you can feather your arrows. You can uh, also, some of them are pretty tasty, I I think. I don't know what they all are, though. Leo, during the background of this whole bit, you should just play relentless duck sounds. (laughs) Just. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is the best one because now I can, like, have different arrows for different scenarios. The darker ducks, I can do night stuff. Oh, yeah. This is is incredible. I'm going to go up and give her a big old hug. Oh. One time I actually went out and I had duck before. It was okay, but I got stuck with the bill. (laughs) Jesus. God damn it. All the ducks are just... And Garrett understands them to to be saying, that was a very intelligent joke. Wow, wordplay. Incredible. As you're all giving each other gifts and it's getting later into the evening, a lot of people have gathered around the stage and you see that the clerics are casting thaumaturgy and shouting out over the audience... Everyone gather round. It's time for Chris to rise. It's time for Chris, everybody. It's time for Chris. It's time oh, for Chris. Oh, yeah. oh, hey, everybody. Actually, before we go over there, I, I kind of overheard the queen talking tonight. She was having a conversation with Rasbatan. Oh, yeah. The reason we were meeting. He said something about not letting someone die or something. And then, and then they're holding off the plan until the announcement. Uh, I, I don't really know what that means, but... It sounds like it might be happening later tonight, and it was kind of sketchy, so I thought maybe I'd, you know, let, let let you all know. Yeah, that's about Jeeves. He's the astral child. This is, this is great information. Uh, any information on Rasputin is good, so we just got to brace ourselves. Everyone, uh, don't drink too many eggnogs. Stay frosty. I mean, drink some, because it is Christmas, but not too many. <laughs> I'm looking over at Garrett, knowing both of us are kind of drunk right now. Like, <laughs> this kid, like... Got swept up in the spirit. Um, but I'm going to, you know, it was great seeing everybody. I don't want to be gone too long. I don't want to, you know, you know, all the siblings are over there and I just, you know, it's Christmas. I'm going to, but I just want to give everybody one more hug. Be super duper. Oh, I forgot. I got one more present for everybody. Oh yeah. And I'm going to, okay. I'm going to pull out the bumper sticker. Uh, so I was thinking this would be awesome for that, uh, that, that thing you guys flew off on last time. It was really (laughs) dope. I thought just, this looked pretty cool. (laughs) The pasta bun. I'm going to hand it over to whoever grabs it. Woody hands you a bumper sticker that reads... Now you see me, dot, 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 in a simple black text on a white background. Oh, shit. So does this? Parmesan, you know, I was surprised he didn't already have an ass tat. So this is going to be good. <laughs> True. He seemed like that kind of guy. He kind of needs one. 
Well, fucking thanks, Woody. This has been great. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for all the gifts again. I, I wasn't expecting this. I'm just glad to see everybody. I'm glad everybody's doing safe. Gotcha. Just please, please be safe. I'm going to go over and give her another big hug. I return a big old hug and say, Woody, I hope you stay safe too. We'll do. Yeah, we'll do. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, you know, on Christmas, we got to hope for the best. And I'm going to turn around and say, ho, 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 to my siblings. <laughs> <laughs> and Jibby's somewhere in the back of the shot. And he's just got, like, his immaculate, like, cuticles. Everything's all like, <laughs> really sharpened up. So as the crowd is gathering around, the clerics stand in front of a ping pong table with a golden paddle resting on one side. They hold up their hands and chant for a few moments before... A humanoid specter starts to form. You see it's a middle-aged man with a thick mustache and very bushy eyebrows. He's balding, but has very long hair otherwise. And as he begins to form and becomes a little clearer, you see that he's wearing a tank top and 70s style, like very short shorts. And then as he fully forms as a ghostly specter, he calls out into the audience. Who's ready for some ping pong? <laughs> <laughs> and you see a multitude of challengers lining up at the side of the stage. And Chris is just up there for a little while while they're organizing things, being like, oh yeah, gonna be another year of just taking everybody down. None of you can take down Chris. Oh there, I've been doing this since before your pappy was born and before his pappy was born. Oh yeah, no, you're going down. I see that look in your eye. You're going right down. Sure. He points right at Garrett and says, what are you, a horse or a gnome? Come on, bring it in. Oh, oh gotcha. are, you, are you fucking talking to me, Chris? Yeah, I'm talking to you. You come at. Uh, you think you're tough fucking shit? Oh, I know I'm tough shit. I've been tough shit for 300 years, boy. Come on. <laughs> what you gonna do about it? Scotch, everyone, this guy's talking shit. Normally, I'd be really concerned about making a spectacle out of myself and going in front of a crowd while I'm highly wanted. Scotch and the Happers, you think you're a show? Huh? Scotch Haps, you think you draw a crowd? Look at this. What do you call this, huh? Now, this is a crowd. <laughs> um, He's calling you out. I, I see a bird, like, flying up above the stage and I pull out my switchblade, and then I just stab it into my hand to switch places with the bird that's flying above the stage. All right. <laughs> and then just free fall onto the stage and just totally eat the fucking landing, just splat onto the ground. <laughs> Real quick, stand back up and shape water a paddle into my hand. Said, Let's go. As I'm watching this, I'm freaking out. Oh my gosh. Holy shit. He's really stepping up there. As Scotch lands on the stage, a bunch of people who are in line get real upset. They're like, come on, no cutsies. What the hell? No, he cut. No, you can't. no cutsies. Come on. And then for like a good 20 minutes, people are like walking back and forth on the stage. You see him like looking in books and pointing at the books to each other and stuff and then someone walks up and says apparently it doesn't say anything in the rule book about cutsies so <laughs> yeah fuckers garrett turns into a bird and also and flies up like in the same trajectory that scotch did and then turns into himself and splats down the ground also. <laughs> all right it's fucking on you shit-talking Chris boy. Looks like we've got two challengers, and you might think, wait, that's not fair, but that's Christmas, baby. The referee steps up to the table, and he points at Chris and says, Chris, I want a good, clean fight. No tricks, just good, clean ping pong. And then he points at Garrett and Scotch and says, all right, you two, you got to fight dirty. If you want to take this motherfucker <laughs> down, you got to do what it takes. I'm talking spells. I'm talking 
weapons. <laughs> I don't care. All right. He's a ghost. You can't really hurt him. Interference from the audience? No interference from the audience. But uh, I mean, you know, maybe a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, we got we got to take this fucker down because we've been trying. We've been trying. Gary <laughs> says, understood. And then he starts doing a bunch of fucking ninja hand signs like he's Naruto. And then he summons eight giant spiders that all start crawling out from under the stage and up onto the stage with Garrett and Scotch. And um, I nod to Scotch to make them paddles with ice. Uh, yeah, and I make a bunch of paddles. You make them all paddles, and then Chris sort of scoffs and says, you think it's going to be that easy to deck my halls, boy? And then he <laughs> uh, sort of like Goku kind of blips around real fast. You can't even see where he's going. You just hear a bunch of loud slapping sounds, and then he appears back in front of you, and his golden paddle just looks grody and it's dripping with what you realize are the guts of all of your spiders. Gross. There's just spider mashed potatoes all around you. Oh, no. Well, that was was fighting dirty. The guy told you not to fight dirty. The referee does blow his whistle and say, no, Chris, none of that. He's like, oh, (laughs) you know, I got it. You got to try. You got to try. Come on. All right, fine. If we're playing it this way, then Garrett wild shapes into a giant spider and picks up some of the ice paddles that have fallen to the ground. Uh, can I charge up my switchblade before we start? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give Scotch guidance. You got this. He ain't shit. As the two of them are up there, we will quickly cut to Woody beside Uncle Jibby. Uncle Jibby is looking up on stage and he's like, oh, those two look a bit familiar, don't they, Woody? Yeah, I think those might be the people that won the ping pong regional championship like three years ago. <laughs> but I don't watch ping pong usually. I know, same here. That's why they don't look too familiar, but that's who I, um, yeah, no, I think that's definitely them. They were in the newspaper. <laughs> give me, give me a deception check. <laughs> oh, 16. Uncle Jibby kind of, he furrows his brow a little bit and he says, hmm, okay, in the paper, all right. They're, they're pretty good. Watch out. They, they do a lot of tricks, though. I have, Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. So it's going to be a fun one. Well, I guess we'll see. Did you fix your cuticles? They look really nice. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, no. Oh, well, they look, <laughs> they look better than they normally do. <laughs> oh, well, well, thank you. Yeah, maybe it's the Christmas spirit. Let's Okay, let's watch. You can tell he's trying not to let you see, but he does pop a little smile. Oh, <laughs> Back on stage, Chris perfectly returns the bad serve given to him by the ref. And the ping pong ball comes screaming at you. What do you want to do? Garrett's just got a wall of paddles with his six arms that aren't touching the ground to just sort of like try to return in case it gets past Scotch. Okay, so you're you're running back up on Scotch. Uh, I'm just I'm just gonna try to smack it and see how that goes. All right, give me an athletics check. Oh fuck, I'm a fucking athlete, unprofessional as fuck. I fucking got this. Can it, can it be acrobatics? Are you sure it's athletics? If you can give me a fun explanation for why it's acrobatics, then sure. If you're going straight for a ping pong shot, it's athletics. You're going to okay. give me something more. I jump 15 feet straight up into the air, swan dive down, and time it perfectly so that my paddle intercepts the ball. Okay, <laughs> give me an acrobatics check with disadvantage. That was uh. hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> with disadvantage, I got a 13. Oh, I got guidance, didn't I? Didn't somebody give me guidance? Okay, it's a one, so I got a 14, so. You're just barely not able to get it back. You just miss it, and it goes by you towards Garrett, who does have eight paddles in his hands, so I will give him advantage. And Garrett 
I with advantage I rolled two eights in a row, which gives ten total. All right, so Garrett also misses, and the ping pong ball goes screaming into the audience. The ref yells, one point, Chris. He holds his hand up and another ping pong ball appears between his fingers. This time, the ref gives a very easy serve, just nice and slow right down the middle to Scotch and Garrett. Are we going to 21 points with this thing like a ping pong game? Because that's a lot. We're going to three. Three. Okay, three. I want to send it just straight down the middle. But as soon as I hit it, I want to activate the switchblade and switch places with Chris. Yes, I'm so glad. I was, what did you oh, do that so bad? <laughs> I love it. I'm cool with you doing that, but uh, you're going to have to make your return with disadvantage. Okay, that's fine. Are you going to give me double disadvantage if I do it fancy? Um, no. Okay, then once again, I'm going to jump straight up in the air and swan dive <laughs> right back down. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this boy. And fuck me. That is a 12. You drop down and fall on your own knife, but because you were falling, you were no longer looking at Chris. You're looking at Garrett, and so you switch places with him. You're both too disoriented to do anything about this very easy serve that just rolls off the table. <laughs> well, Garrett turns back into himself out of being a spider, and it's like, okay, well, that didn't work. All right, uh, l- let me do this one. Yeah, Garrett, this is one of those rare occasions where I'm not fucking great at this thing we're trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jibs, what they did there was they're trying to play mental games with Chris. That's a trick that they do. Woody, these seem like very bad ping pong players. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's just it's a, they, they start slow, finish strong. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm starting to think, Woody? And he gets really close to your face. I'm starting to think there's no competition at regionals. They must just be real chumps down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I mean, if these two, yeah, I, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. all right. Let's see what's going on over here again. <laughs> just play that off. All right, Garrett, I've got a plan for the next one. Okay. Well, here's what I'm thinking. And then Garrett picks up the ball and delivers a serve to Chris, and he is going to. With the serve, step paddle, lightning bolt, try to smash that ball through Chris's side of the table and get a point with the serve. All right, give me an athletics check. I'm no good at athletics. It's going to be a minus one. It's going to be a dang seven. Garrett is trying to thunderbolt the hell out of this ping pong ball straight through the table, uh, but unfortunately misses the ping pong ball and just thunderbolts a hole through the table. Ping pong ball is now sailing past him. Scotch, what do you want to try to do? If I hit the ball and use a spell that's only got verbal components, is that going to fuck with me at all? No, that's fine. Okay. I'm going to just do like a on my tiptoes real quick spin around ballerina style to acrobatics this ping pong ball. All right. Yeah, (laughs) it doesn't sound too hard. Acrobatics normal with that. Okay, and I got a 24 on that hit. All right. And then the spell I'm going to cast is, I don't really know how to pronounce this, Rolithim Psychic Lance. Okay. You unleash a shimmering lance of psychic power from your forehead at a creature that you can see within range. Uh, Alternatively, you can utter the creature's name. If the name target isn't within range, it gains no benefit from cover or invisibility as the lance homes in on it. Sounds hot. I just smack the shit out of that ball and a big old psychic lance shoots out of my forehead. If he gets hit with it, he has to make an intelligent saving throw. He failed. So he takes 10d6 psychic damage and is incapacitated until the start of my next turn. Okay. 
ping pong ball just sails on by him, and you get a point. Bing! Two to one. He took 17 damage. It'd be way easier to beat him at ping pong if he was dead. Chris says, oh, that was a pretty pretty cool trick there. <laughs> uh, trying to get in my mind, but uh, I'll tell you, ain't nothing in here but ping pong. All right, so is he going to serve it at us now? Yes, so he still returns it, but it's not such a strong hit. It's a pretty easy one to return. You could probably blast it. Garrett, go for it. Yep, Garrett uh, hops up and lands a 13 to try to swing at it. Because it was coming in pretty easy, you are able to return it, but he sends it right back hard. Um, Before he sends it back... I'm just going to shoot a fireball right at the center of the ping pong table. Okay. So I'll give him disadvantage on that. And he still sends it just screaming back through the flames. Garrett jumps up and tries again with his other third level spell slot with another lightning bolt. And I did roll a three, so. All right. You hit the ping pong ball into the flames as it bounces off your side of the table. The ref calls the game and says, all right, looks like these fellas ain't got what it takes. Uh, let's just get the next couple people in line, I, I guess. Uh, Unky Jibby leans down to Woody and says, say, Woody, I know you like Christmas a lot. Would you like to uh, try to take on the big man? I bet you could at least do better than those fellas from regionals. Well, guilty as charged. I do love Christmas, and <laughs> I do like me some ping pong. I... Played a lot of ping pong in high school, or I meant to say college. I, I remember all that repetitive noise coming from your bedroom <laughs> in high school. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, yeah, no, let's do it. I'm down. Uh, I don't want to talk about that anymore. So, yeah, no, I'm just me up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, all right. Goodness. Well, uh, I think I can get you past the line. Uncle Jibbles places his hand on your shoulder and teleports you onto the stage before teleporting back to your brothers and sisters. Hey, uh, can I get two people from the the, the two people that won the div- the divisional championship? Gotcha. Runs right up on stage, knows exactly what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start uh, just pushing my way past to get up on stage. The ref's like, "What division? The fuck? Uh, <laughs> I guess these two. Sure. Yeah, two didn't work. Let's try three on one. Fuck you, Chris." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck Chris. I fucking hate that guy. I'm not worried. Ping all the pangs you want. I'll still ping him right back. Fuck you, Chris. Yeah, we're going to kick his ass. All right, so Leo, could I use my, like, an insight check to get some kind of advantage in this shit and, like, kind of tell what his plays are? Yeah, sure. I'll let you uh, try to look for his weak spots on the table. He's got to tell when he's about to hit the ping pong ball, he looks smug. Right. It's just a little (laughs) shit-eating grin that pops on his face before he's going to smack the paddle. He got a 10 on his deception. Nice. Yeah, I got a 21. You can tell that he just looks a little more satisfied with himself right before he's going to strike it back. I'm going to go ahead and give Woody guidance and smack him on the back and be like, "Uh, you got it, kid. (laughs) Even though I'm pretty sure they're about the same age. (laughs) Uh, But I'm going to give Gotcha and Woody each a uh, gummy ball, the magical candy item that uh, makes you stretchy and rubbery. I'm going to pop one in myself. Oh, shit. 
I forgot about those. Rewind fucking 15 episodes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Should I just, it's not going to get me sick or anything, right? I just, just, it's just normal. No, pop that shit in. All right. It's not normal. All right, right. Drugs are cool, Woody. <laughs> Drugs are super cool. Pop. And can I go ahead and doodle up a bunch of friends? All right. Um, while they're prepping, I'm going to cast greater invisibility on myself and try to sneak up behind Chris. So at a crucial moment, I can use my switchblade and just pop Chris backwards like 10 feet. <laughs> All right, so Scotch has snuck up on stage and is ready. The ref walks up, spawns another ping pong ball, and says, All right, again, Chris, no bullshit. Y'all, lots of bullshit. All you got, okay? <laughs> I got tons of bullshit, bud. <laughs> I start, like, uh, extending my arms a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, we got it this time. <laughs> the ref sends an easy serve to y'all. All right, so with that serve, I guess I'm going to try and uh, give it a little twirl and a flick of my wrist for a sleight of hand and that's uh give me one second that's gonna be a 23 all right you send it screaming back and chris sends it screaming right back again all right so yeah i'll uh i'll stretch my arms around like the outside of y'all and get like the sides of the table if it like goes long or anything if he tries to like hit it just on the edge so it barely bounces and all that kind of shit okay so gotcha's covering the perimeter I'm going to stretch my uh, arm that doesn't have the paddle in it around to try to grab his paddle next time he tries to swing. Okay, so you're just trying to grab at him. I'm just going to be running interference with one of my arms while having the other one ready to smack it back. All right. Hell yeah. Garrett nudges Scotch in the crowd and is like, that's where we went wrong. We didn't do any fucking drugs. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when Garrett notices that Scotch is no longer in the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) He just like nudged some bullywug who's just like standing in the crowd. He's like, oh, sorry. There's the bullywug. He's like, the bullywug walks up, looks up and he goes, uh, drugs? You need drugs? Uh, I gotcha. <laughs> uh, are we do? Are, are we doing this? Is this for real? You're not a cop, are you? Um. Uh, uh, <laughs> shit, you caught me. I'm legally obligated to tell you. Yeah, I'm a cop. You got me. Good job. That's good looking out, bud. Good looking out. You're one of the, yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna go look for a genius. <laughs> You're not nasty, Kyle, are you? Uh, uh, sorry. Okay, never mind. I, I hear the word nasty Kyle and I look out to the crowd. Uh, you don't see anybody who's disguised except when you turn back around, you see uh, the outline of Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> a little ways. <laughs> I kind of see that you're looking at me um, and I just give a little thumbs up and nod. God, that's great. Oh, I was going to say when Gotcha hit the ball, I was thinking maybe I have to speak with animals and I'm assuming my servants probably have those 200 ducks near me. So, <laughs> I was going to see if every time Chris was about to hit it, the ducks would all go, Brah! <laughs> and try to, like, shake it oh, off yeah. like a basketball free throw <laughs> yeah. or something. Okay, ducks, I know I just met you, and I know you like bread. Every time the guy across from me tries to hit the ball, just scream really loud. And, and, you'll, and you'll give us bread? I'll give you all, give each, every single one of you a half a loaf of bread. A half a loaf of bread? <laughs> kill you. <laughs> That's enough to get so sick, hell yes. Give me some packed ass ducks. We oh got you. <laughs> They're not ducks, everyone. They're exotic birds. Come on. Like, work with me. <laughs> They're all ducks. You got had. <laughs> no. But the guy said he was not a grifter. <laughs> Specifically. I'm not a grifter. All right. So there's a, there's a nice shot coming in hot. You and Woody are in the front. Woody did the thing with the ducks. You've just kind of stretched your hand around. So we'll say it's coming towards Willie. That's a nine. So the ping pong ball goes sailing past Willie 
and it's coming around the outside. Gotcha. You want to give it a shot? Round the outside. Yeah. Uh, I'll give this motherfucker a, a little flick of my wrist, uh, twirl my hand around, make a little corkscrew. Yeah. So I got a uh, 26. You send it screaming back from around Willie's shoulder and it's coming at Chris hot. Hell yeah. So as it's going at him, the ducks honk and I'm going to give him disadvantage for that. He wasn't ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically wanted to try to pull the ping pong paddle. Okay, so it's good that you said that. As you reach for the ping pong paddle, your hand passes right through his hand, but you can't interact with the paddle. So as he's whipping his ping pong paddle over, give me a dexterity save to see if you can grab it. 18. All right, so you're able to get a hold of it. Uh, he pulls it out of your hand, so you're not able to keep it, but... Yeah, with that, he is not able to return it, and y'all score a point. Hell yeah. Want to know? Beautiful. Advantage. What I love to see. You really jingled his bells. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> not bad, but uh, don't worry. I, I got a real bell jingler for you, too. <laughs> Chris serves up just a insanely fast serve coming right at you. The ducks honk, but he's ready for it this time. It's screaming to the left of the table towards Woody. Oh, can I give what he got in real quick? Give him a little shove and throw him off balance with a touch spell. <laughs> I just barely just give him the tiniest little touch <laughs> as to not throw him off and say, you got this, buddy. Fuck yeah. Oh, that sounded <laughs> creepy. <laughs> I'm going to go with this coming at you. <laughs> Let's cut that first one. Please don't. Every time I hit, if it's a backhand, I'm going to do like a 360 backhand and go like, ha. But if it's a front hand, then I'm going to do a 360 the opposite direction. Hell yeah. Ah, to make it look yeah. all razzmatazz. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> do some jazz hands at the end. Thank you. That's what Leo's been looking for. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how to use dexterity without disadvantage. 13. <laughs> I have a plus seven on acrobatics, too. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, man. <laughs> Woody just barely misses it. It just barely touches your cheek. And it's like when, you know, people almost get hit by a bullet in movies. There's that little line of red. <laughs> and it's going behind him. Gotcha. You want to try to save it? Yeah, I'll give it a shoot. Let me see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one of them little corkscrew flick of the wrists again. Oh, yeah, so I got a 16, by the way. I'd like to try to pull on the paddle with not only my arm this time, but also my trunk. Okay, I guess your trunk is stretchy, too, so yeah, you, uh... Hey, we got a third stretchy thing that I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> a fourth, really. So you send the ball back. It's pretty easy coming down the middle. As he's going to return it, the ducks honk again, and Sam, dexterity save try to grab that paddle. Do I get advantage for having uh, both my hands? Yeah, I'll give you advantage for using your trunk as well. Yeah, I rolled two tens. You, you don't stop him? Can I use my switchblade? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do that and just blip him back without him fucking <laughs> having any idea what just happened. Alright. Hell yes. I'm gonna give him a perception check, and he failed it. So, yeah, you, you blip him back, and he misses it. Heck yeah. Two nothing. Beautiful. Oh my god, can we sweep him? I would love to sweep him. Chris... Uh, walks back up to the table. And he's like, all right, uh, two nothing. That hasn't happened in a while. Oh, this is fun. I'm having a good Christmas. It's a good Christmas. Uh, uh, mm, yeah, it's, mm. it's a real good Christmas, bud. Uh -huh, yeah, sure. We'll see about that. You're going to be dead forever. It's time to see who really pings the pangs. Oh, no. Fuck you, Chris. And his eyes light on fire. 
as does his ping pong paddle. Oh, goodness. And he serves up a flaming ping pong ball moving at incredible speed. Shit. It is going right for Woody. You got it, Woody. I'm going to go ahead and give you guidance again. Sweet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to spin again, like with the cool 360s. I just feel like it really, the, the, um, it just adds to the flavor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll get ready on backup. Give me that acrobatics check. Get red spins. Woody's all about the unnecessary rolls and spins. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Getting better. 16. 16. Nice. <laughs> nice. And you could add a D4 with guidance. Uh, that was with the guidance. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn. So with the 16, uh, you are able to return it, but it hurt your wrist. Like, it was coming oh, in God. with so much force that it caused a bit of pain, and you take five damage. Leo, after the ball gets returned, I want to I want to see if I can do something. I want to run it by you. Okay. Ping, pingy, pong, 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 ping, pingy, pong. While invisible, what if I just like jump on the ping pong table and lay down on Chris's side so he doesn't see me and when he hits the ball, it just like bounces off me and comes back at him, like doesn't get over the net. Oh, God. Oh, you're going to take some damage. That's going to hurt. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> They're like, who's that? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Give me a acrobatics check and a stealth check. Oh, God. Okay. Acrobatics check. That is a 26 on acrobatics. Ooh. Fuck yes. All right. Give me the stealth check. Stealth check. That is a gutter 20 on the stealth check. All right. Beautiful. Very good. You do Very good. an amazing flip. <laughs> Land silently on your feet. You're standing in the ping pong table right as the ping pong ball is getting returned. Chris sends it back, and it's just like a meteor shooting through the sky, just on fire. Oh, God. Coming at such insane speed. And it hits you right in the center. Not the solar plex. Make a constitution save. DC 18. Oh, shit. I got a 21. Oh! Baby. So you'll only take half damage. <laughs> Very nice. You take 68 damage. Ow! Scotch Ops doesn't even care. He just shrugs it off. Like, whatever. <laughs> That's not true. I'm bloodied as fuck. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Because I didn't see him. Like, why did the, where'd the ball go? But as you take that devastating blow, the ball bounces back at incredible speed, shooting through the building behind Chris. And the ref throws his hands up in the air. We got him! We got him! He's done, folks! Fuck yeah! We have a new ping pong champion! Yeah! Stay dead, Chris, you Woo! motherfucker! Woo! Hey, Chris, it doesn't look like ping pong was really your racket. <laughs> oh, he went there. <laughs> oh. I know it's a ping pong paddle. <laughs> Tennis, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the smile drops from Chris's face. Oh, no. The same shit-eating grin he's been wearing the whole time is now replaced with a solemn frown. You're going to make me cry now, aren't you? He walks over to Woody, and you see that slowly, flake by flake, his ghostly form is disappearing. He looks Woody in the eye and says, Well, I always thought I'd be angry or, uh, you know, uh, sort of sad or something. But you know what, kid? I think I'm just glad there's a new ping pong champ in town. He hands Woody the golden paddle just as he's almost completely disappeared. And he says, it's Woody-miss now. 
single tear comes down my eye, and I'm just going to say, Merry, Merry, Merry Woody Miss. <laughs> Merry Woody Miss. <laughs> Merry Woody Miss, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. I think I'm going to shoot a firebolt into the sky. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast a uh, flame wall behind us. <laughs> nice. Nah, hell yeah. Several other mages shoot off fireworks <laughs> as well. There's a big celebration. As everyone is celebrating and fireworks are going off, it's gotten to be later in the night now. The embers rising up from the fires and the fireworks hanging in the air suddenly start to whoosh around. And after a moment, you realize that it's not the wind, but the beating of wings as the Queen of Bethurtica appears from the night and hovers above the stage, glowing from the fires below. Scotch, I think this is our chance. She says... People of Bethentica, I have an important announcement to make on this fine Christmas day. It's called Woodymus now. Yeah, it's Woodymus, bud. Woodymus! Woodymus! For many years, I have decided to live my life alone, for that is how dragons thrive. However, I have seen fit to take on a consort. Duke Gaspucci and I will be wed at the coming of the new year. Ah, fuck. This guy fucks dragons. Bad. No, come on. He's not that fucking cool. No. All are invited to my wedding, but you better bring a gift. Uh. <laughs> the Queen of Pathertica flies off into the night. I like lean over to the bullywog I've been standing next to and I'm like, well, what do you think of that? That's some bullshit, right? I mean, I like weddings. Why do you hate love? <laughs> no, it's not love. I mean, I think the queen's great and all. It's just you know, the guy, you yeah, know. She's been alone for years. What, she can't be happy? Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to walk up to Garrett and just go, why do you hate love, Garrett? I wouldn't even sell you drugs even if I wasn't a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you have drugs, little dude? He's a cop. Yeah, you want some? No, he's a cop. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. He's a cop. He's a cop. I uh, gotcha. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you want me to kill you right here, right now? <laughs> I'm so much bigger than you're a little bullywug. I got like five of my friends with me right here. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got five friends? This bullywug blows his whistle and says, We got one, boys. And <laughs> oh, poop. Oh, 30 no. guards surround the four of you. Well, shit, we're getting arrested now. I was just trying to buy drugs. Uncle Jibby quickly cuts in and grabs Woody by the shoulder and he is dragging him off in the audience, like, Talking to strangers? Taking drugs? What's wrong with you? What are you doing? Why are you all stretchy? Why are you stretchy like this? <laughs> Your mother's going going to be furious. Jimmy, first of all, it's a little bit more respect. You're talking to uh, the Mount Woody Miss, so <laughs> that is going to be a thing that we need to focus on. <laughs> <laughs> Woody Miss. Woody Miss. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you like or subscribe on whatever podcast you found us on. And don't forget to tell all your friends. If you share a link to our episodes on Facebook or Twitter with hashtag take a crate, we'll shout you out here at the end of the episode. That's people like your good friends, Courtney Moses, Carol Hartsock, hi mom, and John Chafin. You can find John on TikTok at Drunkest Bammy's TikTok. You gotta be ticking and talking too. 
And also a big thanks to listeners that also aren't posting it to social media either because they don't have it or for whatever reason. Like, Emmanuel, I know you're out there sharing the show. Appreciate it, buddy. And Paul, you made it through. Way to go. You're here now. You listened all the way through. You did it. Thanks, buddy. We see you. Big thanks to Andy of Notable Nostalgia and Dungeons and Decades for guesting on this episode. Um, you should definitely check out all of his shows over there with Big Door Prize, the network we are a part of. This show is produced entirely by the cast. Leo's our lead editor, sound effect engineer, and cover art designer. I, Joey, compose the score and mix the final cut. Thanks to Noah Swanson for writing our intro and outro theme. Episodes will be coming out every other Tuesday, so check back January 25th for episode 27. See you next time. He eats the carrot, and his name is Garrett. It's Garrett Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. That's pretty great. <laughs> Leo, I think I want to change my answer. I glued an ass to my ass with that super glue. That's the best present. <laughs> That also oh. wasn't a present. That was also something you took from a dead person. <laughs> yeah. What's no. the difference here? I fail to see it. <laughs> they, they they did not say, here, really. I wanted you to have this and hand you their ass. Yeah, they didn't we handed say, them don't take ass. this and then stop us from taking those things, that, though. I'm pretty it sure the, the implication uh, was there, that he didn't was, want you to steal his ass cheeks. It was the world's <laughs> gift to me. <laughs> Positive reinforcement. I was talking about the glue. Where do we get the glue? Not the it, ass. It's from <laughs> Proteris. <laughs> like, I know the ass is not the gift. <laughs> not the ass. <clears throat> the ass was also a gift. <laughs> you didn't kill anybody for it, but you still stole it. Anyway. Um, Why are we so bad? How are we the good guys? You're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I haven't been assuming we were. Ryan Seacrest and. Wait. Wait, we got Seacrest back? Excuse me. Oh, we never met Seacrest. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. And... <laughs> I'm actually wearing a Ric Flair uh, Christmas shirt right now. I didn't even nice. plan on that. Oh, uh, that's I love great. it. Yeah, that's great. It's getting hot in here. Gotta take my hoodie off. I am mildly warm. I'm gonna take some clothes off. Andy, thank you so much for coming on our Fantasy Ping Pong podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <thank you. laughs> we really appreciate it. And we do apologize. That's <laughs> no, fun. <laughs>